0: To still buffering a cross generational guide to the culture that made us, I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy,
1: and I'm Taylor Smurl.
0: Uh, I don't. Justin is baking a lot. He's baking a
2: lot. <laughs> oh, I have, you. I have been eating uh, cookies and chess bars for breakfast. That's not great. <laughs> that's
1: well, that's that is great. <laughs> that is great. That's absolutely great. <laughs> I
2: I don't know nutritionally if that's getting all the things that I need to start
1: my day. I mean, you've got like probably like good fats and carbs and bar, Lots of,
2: plenty of powdered sugar. Yeah,
1: there yeah. You go. And but that I don't. Sounds good
2: to me. I don't know if I can continue to live on that. It's Christmas. That's like it's the Christmas. Santa Claus Christmas. diet. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: yeah. gonna have to get him to put some nuts in there somewhere so I can get some
1: protein. There you go. That's it's nutritionally sound. <laughs>
2: Um, no, but it's great. Our house smells like baked goods. Justin is baking up a storm.
0: It does um, I came in this morning and just sat in your house, just surrounded by baked goods. Mm-hmm. Just the entire counter.
2: Yeah, I know. This has been my life recently. Justin already bakes when he's anxious, and then he's
1: baking for the holidays. So, like,
2: we're just inundated with treats. Yeah.
1: Is he? Is he anxious? And and it's the holidays. Is he anxious yes. because it's the holidays?
2: Y- yes and yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all the yes.
1: To say that's that's a good. I mean, it's bad for him, but it's it, it's good for you. I know. You got the the double whammy of yeah <laughs> reasons to bake.
2: <laughs> no, I once once he's done baking, he's he's soothed. So that's good. Uh, that's good. So that yeah no. So it's a, it's beneficial baking, and I get
0: cookies. There
1: you go. Yeah. I mean, you get cookies out of it. I've got I've got a, a grandma in my building, and she's she's been in, in grandma mode baking every day, and I can only just smell it. Like every day, I come home, and it's like, oh, today oh. she's she's baking something sweet today. The whole house smells like almonds. It's like, oh, oh nope, man. smells like ham today. It's just smell torture. I don't know what that is. Just oh smell God. delicious food all day while you sit and eat ramen.
2: Well, that's rough. That. <laughs> Although I imagine the ham probably wasn't very,
1: I w- It was like a whole a whole day of ham smell in the house, and it smelled so good. And I mean, I, I don't I don't eat I don't eat ham, but it was nice to. I don't. I feel like the smell was so intense that I was not a vegan that day. <laughs> Just throw that, that's the what I was going to
2: ask. That's interesting.
1: aerosol ham particles.
2: So you felt so. That's interesting. I was gonna. I was wondering that. Like when you smell cooking meat, does it? repulse you or are you like it still smells good i'm not going to eat it but it does smell good
1: oh yeah well i mean yeah, I'm, I'm sure every i'm sure other vegans feel differently but for me i i very much know how meat how good meat is I'm, <laughs> I'm very aware
0: i feel like the smell of bacon is just one of those smells that like i don't i don't know how you ever don't like that mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean like it's just always good yeah
2: i'm sure it's Guys, on I'm- Go
0: ahead. I'm just sitting here thinking about the fact that I forgot to take my garbage out before I left my apartment. I won't be back for 3 weeks and now I'm really worried about what that smells going to be. Oh mm. no. I I really forgot. It was my plan and then it was raining and it was cold and I was overwhelmed and then I got a parking ticket and it was a lot. Now my apartment's going to smell bad.
1: Y- yeah.
2: Living on your own, learning
0: <laughs> lessons the hard way. <laughs> three weeks it's gonna sit there for three weeks
1: (laughs) you're gonna have you're gonna you might have some some people move into your apartment if you know what i'm saying while you're gone oh no you might have Uh, some roommates when you get back
0: i've already had bug problems and i've been trying to fix it and i've come to the conclusion that it's because my window to my kitchen is right above the dumpster in the alley behind me Mm. yeah and also there are just little teeny cracks all around the window where like it doesn't seal entirely and it's those little teeny tiny flies, and I think they're just coming from the dumpster, and it's cold outside, so they're coming into my window
2: what what if what if you get rats?
0: How would they get in? <laughs> I'm elevated off the ground. I mean,
2: Tay, you live in New York well, tell- I tell Riley about this, <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean I, you know. There's, it's like 50-50, like part of, I think, apartment living. I don't know. Maybe D.C. D.C. seems cleaner to me than New York, but that could be wrong. I mean, Um, I
0: have seen rats on the street.
1: Well, like, I've never had rats in my building. Like, they've been in the basement. I've never had them in my actual unit. Uh, I've had mice. Mice happen. But I don't I don't mind mice. I think I live with It's it's like 50/50. Like there's stuff that you can prevent like flies, like I'll put up like fly tape and stuff every summer because every summer the flies come. You can't do anything about it. So yeah. you just have to prepare. So you'll learn the things you have to prepare for. And then there's 50% where you just accept that sometimes you have roommates and there's nothing you can do about them. Yeah. Like those you know, I've got little water bugs in my apartment and there's only ever like one or two of them and I just at this point, I just say hi to them when I'm making my coffee in the morning.
0: Yeah, I, I mean know. those little those little guys, those little flies. Like I just I ca- I can't get rid of all of them because the dumpster's not going to stop being outside mm-hmm. my window. Yeah. It's like the it's like the stink bugs.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, here. That's the thing. When it gets cold, the stink bugs come inside. Yeah, and you know the thing is they're not reproducing in the house. I read, about st- I read extensively about stink bugs to <laughs> so try to figure out, like, <laughs> a stink bug is there anything I can do? Because the children's inclination is to, like, flick at them or, like, bat them. Well, I should say Cooper's. Charlie picks them up and carries them outside. Sure. But Cooper, like, ah, and flicks them. And if you scare a stink bug, it will also make the stinky smell. Uh. It's not just if you smash it.
0: Oh, I got a little scared.
2: Like, if you startle <laughs> You let it out a little. <laughs> Oops. Just, My bad. Just, if you scare it, it stinks.
1: Just lets out a little putt. Just a little... <laughs> that
0: sounds like that sounds like your kids, though. I feel like if you scared your kids, there's a chance they would let out a little stink. <laughs> Probably. But the, but the Cooper
2: will scare them. <laughs> and then they stink. And I was like, what? Why? We have so many stink bugs. And it's just like they just come in for the winter and they'll go back out. There's not, so when you find more stink bugs in your house, it's not like they're in your house, like, doing it and having stink bug babies. They've just all come in to winter with you. Mm. And they leave in the summer. They really, or when the spring, when it gets warm, they really do leave. And I don't see them for all the warm months. But then as soon as it's cold, they've, like, they're seeking refuge in the house. So now I just live with them.
0: Yeah. They're just, yeah. You'd think the cold they would, like, you know, there wouldn't be as many. Well, the pro well. I mean, like, well, no, like they they come in from. Well, the cold. That's what I'm saying. You'd think that they, did not do well in the cold, so there wouldn't be as many to come in your house. Oh, no, that's what I thought they, about. They, the flies. I mean, they reproduce out there. I know, but that's why the flies are coming because
2: <laughs> it's warm in my apartment. They uh, one time the pro the only problem I have with the stink bugs is that sometimes they'll want to like get they they'll like fall in cups or glasses because they mm. like seek water, and so I one time picked up my cup. I know. You drank I, a stink bug? I, well, I felt it in my mouth. Oh! <gasps> yeah. Uh, no. And then spit it in the sink, and it was just like one of the worst moments of my life.
1: That's that's not... Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's my only problem that's the with top five bugs. worst moment. It, re- it really was. It was way up there. Remember that one time we got a pizza, and I took a bite of the pizza, and there was a Band-Aid on the pizza?
1: I do remember that. That was before me. That was yeah. before you.
0: Remember when you ate noodles out of the garbage? I
2: didn't eat the noodles out
0: of the garbage dad tried to
2: make me eat the garbage noodles same they were yours they were mine but I did not eat the garbage noodles I said no father I refuse oh. you eat
1: garbage no. noodles father no father is that did you call him father in that moment no father yes. I refuse the garbage noodles papa Papa, you eat the garbage
2: noodles I want new noodles
1: (laughs)
0: Noodles. Noodles. (laughs) Noodles. (laughs) 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 Oh, this is nothing. (laughs) Let's see how many more ways we can say noodles real quick. (laughs) Okay. I
2: don't think there were any noodles in Home Alone. No. No. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. I know. Inexplicably, that is where we've come to from the noodles. Yeah. Um... So,
0: Home Alone is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Great start.
1: That is, yep.
0: My garbage is Home Alone right now. I can't stop thinking about that, guys. That's going to be my whole
1: next three weeks is going to be thinking about that garbage. I do you
2: think,
0: want...
1: No. Do you, do you have if, anybody that has your keys? No. Uh, you got to have a key buddy. And right? all,
0: Well, everyone I know in the city is also home.
1: Do you have For like holidays. a maintenance that you can call? yeah. Maybe Guys, I just
0: can't stop thinking. What if someone calls and thinks there's like, you know. A dead body? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about.
1: How funky <laughs> I don't know how to,
0: like if they call me what like we're breaking it? into your apartment, I'm like I'm sorry, it's just my garbage. What is I in forgot your, to take it out. What is
1: in your garbage? <laughs> That's what like, how funky is <laughs> well, your trash?
0: No, no, no. It didn't smell before I left. It's just like whenever I cook, I make like salmon pretty frequently. So, like, when I have, like, the package, it comes in or, like, you know, anything left on my plate, it goes in there. So, I try Uh to take my garbage out once every, like, two to three days at the most, even before it gets, like, all the way full. Um, It was not full before I left, but I made the plan to take it out. And then too many things happened. And I was also maybe a little bit hungover, so then I forgot.
2: I mean... I don't know. I mean, we know people who live in DC, but how are they going to get in? I don't know how they're going to get in. That's what I mean. You'd ha- it, it's going to be. Ha- it it'd have to be something where you call like maintenance at your building and say, "I forgot to take my stinky garbage out," and I have, and <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to take my stinky garbage out, and Griffin McElroy will be there soon <laughs> to take my stinky garbage out.
0: <laughs> I forgot they lived there. <laughs> Um, Griffin, hello <laughs> <laughs> Could you take my garbage out? <laughs> I know we, we've not interacted since living in the same city But would you care to go to my tiny apartment and take my stinky garbage out?
1: <laughs> I mean, what what's family for? That's that's yeah. fine
0: That's uh, what family does Sorry, I, I didn't Griffin mean to take away from the home alone I just, this is going to be my life for the next three weeks You're just, You should just
1: get just drive back and take out your garbage And then drive back, that's what you should do I'm
0: seriously considering it Like, it's, it's going to be so stinky
1: I don't think we should do that. But hey, Tay,
2: let's rebook your flight and get you a layover. <laughs> in, uh, in D.C.? DC? <laughs> no. Just long enough for you to run by Riley's place. You know what? Uh, Anyways, um, okay. So anyway, if anyone Come out on. there wants to break into Riley's apartment just to take her trash out and then leave everything else and close it back up, we'd really appreciate it.
1: See, you gotta if you'd befriended your little flies, then it'd be like a I Cinderella know. moment, you know, and mm-hmm. like oh, and little friends, take out. take out my stinky garbage, and they say okay, and they would have done it. <laughs> Anyways, Home Alone. Yeah. So, uh,
2: 1990. That was a, that's was that's the thing I needed to. That's how old that movie is.
1: Wow.
0: Wow, thirty two years. Doesn't feel that old. I mean, right? I mean, that's before me. I feel like I can't really speak on well,
2: that. Well, but you like you watched it.
0: Yeah, but I knew... Mean, Does it knew... feel that out of date? No. No.
2: I mean, I feel like some of the movies we watch from the 90s are so, like, that's so 90s. I mean,
0: I guess watching it, like, when they're, you know, in the airport or, like, the phones and all that, you're watching, like, oh, well, The
2: most, um, this is
0: not recent. You know what I
2: mean? The plot of Home Alone is that Macaulay Culkin gets left home alone. <laughs> yep. And he defends his house from robbers who... Who are... They're robbers... Who are willing to become child murderers by the end of the film, which legally is an important distinction, yeah. they do not murder the child, but they are willing to engage in murdering the child if necessary.
1: I was trying to understand the um the the uh, the, the the impulse that the sort of the reason that they were so stuck on this house because it's like there's a plot point that the whole house the whole street has a bunch of abandoned houses on it, like everybody's away for the holidays. But this one house clearly has somebody in it, and they're like, "Nope, it doesn't matter. That's the one we want." Like, what? I think they wanted to murder a kid. I think they wanted an excuse to murder a kid. I think that's what I it think, is. very possible.
2: I think that it, and maybe this is what sets it better in the nineties. In the nineties, we didn't question the idea that two sort of small-time robbers who are just—I mean, like—they're not looking for a fight. They're waiting for houses to be empty. Yeah. And they want stuff, and they just although although you know maybe the 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 turning leaving on the water and flooding the houses, maybe that was to hint at like how chaotic they were, like mm-hmm. it's not just about the stuff, they also will just like damage your whole basement for the heck of it, because mm-hmm. that sucks, yeah, like that's that's an inconvenience that's uh, not helping them. They're not gaining from that. that just sucks for the person who comes home.
1: still less of an inconvenience than murder. But yes, yes. yeah.
2: <laughs> now, now that is true because that's chaotic, but it's not murderous, and they, they definitely are willing. It seems to to murder someone.
0: Yeah, I mean they're not opposed. Mm-hmm. So it seems like a big leap for uh, a movie nowadays.
2: Yeah, and I I think that we are we have a more nuanced take on criminality these days. <laughs> that just because. Just because you're willing to steal something, especially if, like, you're stealing something, like a piece of electronics that nobody's, har- nobody's harmed because their VCR gets stolen. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, it's good.
0: I'd be harmed if my VCR got stolen. I mean, like, how am I supposed you know, to play you're... all my orange Nickelodeon tapes with Rugrats <laughs> on them? <laughs> Don't
1: have I mean, like, a VCR.
2: <laughs> I mean like you're not going to die because somebody no. took your VCR. I, like I mean it's I'm not saying it's fine, but I'm saying like you steal somebody's VCR, you sell it, you buy something. That's not on the same level as like you murdered someone's kid. Sure. And like I feel like we have a more nuanced distinction about that sort of thing these days.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and it's clearly on a very rich rich people street. Yes. And I mean I feel like if every if every other house on that street gave the one Bandit the same information Like The whole opening Where it's just He's dressed as a cop One of the bandits And I guess he goes Door to door To try to figure out Who's going to be home For the holidays Yes And that They just This cop just shows up In their In their house He's inside the house Asking them all these questions About if they're going to be away And they answer him I mean they kind of Set themselves up
0: Yeah
2: that's fair That also is a very different Sort of environment I would say Yeah I would not be as willing if somebody showed up, police officer or not, at my front door and wanted to know what my holiday plans were. What's the reason? Why do you want to know? Yeah. I don't have to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Come back with a warrant.
1: <laughs>
2: this is in every conversation.
1: Rights. I like to be as elusive as possible with personal information. <laughs> I know. I don't
2: know. Who who are you? Why are you asking? What's your last name? Where
0: do you live? Where's your driver's license? <laughs> um. Um, I got to ask, though. I'm not a parent. You are, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many kids do they have? Or they're, like, going on this trip? What, six, seven? Is that right? N- more, right? More than that. I don't know why I thought eight.
2: they were, like, eight. Eight? Are there eight? Well, cause, because
1: there's their kids, and then there's also other kids, right?
2: Right. He has two siblings. Yes. I mean, Buzz.
0: I mean, there's a lot of kids there.
2: I don't, I lose track of whose kids are whose, frankly. Well, yeah,
0: that's why I always like was under the impression before I rewatched it, like they were all just siblings, like a cheaper by the dozen kind of situation. And then I realized upon rewatching like, oh, no, these are different people's kids, but they all kind of run together. Yeah. Um, But if you had six more kids than you have now in your care, would you, would it be possible for you to look around and not realize one of a whole child was gone? I would like to say no. I mean, realistically, um, because, like, I, I could understand if you had that many kids under your care, you just, like, well, they I, all kind of blend together. I mean, I watching the say, movie, they all kind of blend together. I will say that um, I
2: frequently, when especially if we're going on a trip or something like that, or if there's a bunch of us traveling together who have kids, like, we went recently on a trip with some friends of ours who have children and as we all loaded up into a car together Mm -hmm. i did do a last minute like one two three home alone check (laughs) i mean i really did like i looked back to make sure like we didn't pull a uh, where's kevin you know yeah um so i don't know that i would now maybe because of home alone Mm, okay I would, that wouldn't happen because I'm aware that sometimes parents miscount their children and leave one home alone. That's a fair point. I also though, I, and this is just me. I would not on a, on a plane ride in first class and put my children in coach. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't.
1: Do that. <laughs> that's a wild. <laughs> they do do
2: that. I, I wouldn't. I just, and I, I know this might be controversial because I know some of y'all out there do that. I know that's based in reality. Uh, because I've seen that in some groups, I mean, on Facebook, <laughs> I I couldn't I couldn't do that. I I want to, I mean, I don't know if I'm taking a trip with my kids. I want to be where my kids are. I mean, and right now that's practical, like they're little. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I well, oh, Macaulay Culkin looks pretty little. He's little enough that I wouldn't feel comfortable. Yeah. I mean, like, but even if I have teenagers, I'd want them near me. Like, maybe I want to talk with them, find mm-hmm. out
1: what they're doing, see what the well, cool music is. And, and he's so little, you think that the parents would have taken a second to be like, make sure that really little one's here, because that yeah, little one little could, teeny guy. could get missed. I, I'm going to say it, I think these parents... I mean, maybe they learn the lesson by the end of the movie. But I don't think that they're particularly great parents at the beginning. Because this poor guy, when I saw it when I was younger, you know, I was closer in age to Macaulay Culkin's character. So I didn't think of him as being as young as he is in this movie. Watching this as an adult, I'm like, man, this poor little kid, everybody treats him like garbage. And like, it's a lot of like, emotionally distressing stuff, the family dynamics on this young guy. And then he's left and like, you know... I don't and know. I'm, they, I'm, I'm Team Kevin on this.
0: And did they learn their lesson? Because there's more of these movies. That's true. <laughs> no, they they don't really learn their lesson. <laughs> they're I don't they're think. sequels. <laughs>
2: no, I oh, mean, no. once you've forgotten your kid once, you wanna you wanna believe that would never happen again. <laughs> um, but no, I I agree. I think in the beginning of the movie, everybody's very angry at him, like angrier than we typically think of getting at children,
0: especially when it's not the child's responsibility to make sure like they get. Take it on the trip, mm-hmm. like that's what parents are for. Like the kids, yours.
2: Also, like okay, I'm gonna say
0: this. I'm just, the, um, we're just gonna get controversial. This is what we're doing now. We're <laughs> talking about home alone. <laughs> Happy, Happy holidays. Conference. Let's go. <laughs> it's been out for 32 years. It's finally time to it's, have unpopular opinions. <laughs>
2: listen, it's the holidays. Families are getting together. That's the time for controversy. <laughs> um, I, I have kids who are uh picky about their pizza toppings. You do, especially yeah. Charlie. If I'm ordering pizza for a bunch of people, I will make sure that Charlie gets a piece of the weird pizza she wants. And when I say weird pizza, please know I have the weirdest pizza taste on earth. So this is not a judgment on Charlie. My pizza is way... Charlie just likes cheese sticks. Yes. Charlie wants cheese. She just wants pizza with cheese. No sauce. No sauce. Just cheese. My pizza is weirder. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like you have to tell the audience what your pizza is when you say something like that. That's very ominous.
2: I like thin crust pizza with sauce, no cheese, chicken, green peppers, onions, red if you have them, but I'll take any onions and pineapple. Oh, it's the no cheese that gets me.
1: Yeah, that's a flatbread, but that's all right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's not pizza (laughs) yeah so that is what that is what i like and charlie just wants cheese so see when i say weird i'm not i'm not judging my child my
0: cooper's also weird she also wants no cheese she just wants sauce and sausage (laughs) yes
1: i mean i again i'm I'm a vegan so i have to have vegan pizza so that's weirder than everything that's yeah that's a that's a curse to pizza
2: um i know anytime we order pizza there's always a moment where the person's like wait Hold on. (laughs) Sorry. Are you sure? And sometimes they don't bring the right thing because I have to imagine they're like, no, that's not. They definitely don't mean no cheese. That's not what you meant. You did not mean for this. Um, But anyway, when they're when he doesn't have the kind of pizza he likes, I find that a little appalling because I would make sure like and I've been in these situations where there's a bunch of pizza, there's a bunch of people, everybody's running for what they want. And, like, the first thing I do as a parent is make sure, like, here, did you get a piece of that weird pizza you want? Did you get a piece of that weird pizza you want? Like, I'm taking care of these things. Because uh, this was the 90s. This is a 90s movie. This was the 90s. Yeah. Our parents didn't care if we got the pizza we wanted.
1: <laughs> uh, well, again, like, in my mind, he was, like, I don't know, like a teenager. But he's, he's, not, he's like, what, eight, seven? It's, like, somebody yeah, Charlie's age.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is he eight? I think he's eight right
2: he's so small it's hard to say i thought he was
1: like 10 but maybe well but
2: either way you're right i mean he's little and nobody's i don't know
1: it's very it's very mean to the small boy yeah he's eight i was thinking that's charlie's yeah (laughs) like he does something really bad to get put in the arctic i remember that and then i'm watching the movie's like oh he spills he spills some milk like that's it yeah not a big deal and like a grown man like calls him a name after that and everyone's just like well yeah that's so it goes <laughs> that,
2: that <laughs> uncle is out of line yeah can we all agree yeah that's a bad
1: like, uncle. I cannot imagine if somebody called your child a name a grown adult in front of you like that person is not your relative anymore I think no
2: no well I mean the 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 people who I'd be in that situation with would never do that but I think they also know that if they ever did it would yes yes <laughs>
0: You mean us or Travis or
2: Griffin? Yeah. Yeah, All of the various, uh, uh, you know, aunts and uncles, that would never happen. But, I mean, I think everyone knows. And, I mean, uh, same way. Like, I'm an aunt. I would never talk to one of my nieces or nephews like that. Like, never. I wouldn't want to. I love them. (laughs) Like, why would you? Anyway, that's a bad uncle. It's a bad uncle. Um, We need to talk about the defending the house from robbers slash killers. Yeah, we do. But before we do that,
0: let's check the group message.
2: So uh, as we've already referenced, it is it is the holiday season. Um, it can be really hard to figure out uh, special gifts for your loved ones that will um, not just something that they want, but like really make them feel special and, and show them how much you care about them. That can be challenging uh, to think about what that what that looks like, especially when we're stressed. We're all trying to figure out what what are the best ways to spend our time and and spend our money on the people we love um, and that's why StoryWorth is a great gift option this holiday season. StoryWorth emails your relative or friend once a week a thought-provoking question of your choice. There are a bunch of different options. You don't have to come up with them on your own. Um, but they give you like unique prompts that you might not think about to ask somebody you love. So it's even somebody you know super well, you may never have thought to ask. Like if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Um, and so they will send this unique question prompt uh, story idea to your loved one or friend every week. And then they can uh, answer it and, and put that story there. Uh, and then after a year, StoryWorth will compile all of those into uh, one beautiful keepsake book that includes any photos uh, that your loved one may have put in their responses. And then you can keep that and share that and and uh, it's a fun thing to discuss with people, too, to read the stories and then say, oh, my gosh, I never knew that about you. Tell me more about that or, or that's such an interesting thing I've never thought about. So um, it's a really great way to uh, become even closer to the people that you already know and love well um, and uh, and can really connect you with people who maybe you're not cl- not uh, close to physically, who maybe live far away and you don't get to see and
1: talk to all the time.
2: So, uh, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out StoryWorth, what should they do?
1: Well, with StoryWorth, you've given a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com slash stillbuffering and save $10 on your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com slash stillbuffering to save $10 on your first purchase.
2: So as we realize that the age of Kevin McAllister is eight, um, I find this even more disturbing because Charlie is eight. And I guess what's most disturbing about it is that I I have not trained Charlie to defend us from would-be robbers, I do not feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, she knows Taekwondo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
0: I'm sorry. I love I love your kids more than like most people on this planet. But if it was Charlie versus those two robbers with her Taekwondo,
1: I I just imagine the little like suit up sequence of her putting on her her little her uniform and getting ready and her to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and her blue belt. She's a blue belt. Oh my god.
0: sorry that's just really good to think about
2: And you you do taekwondo barefoot but she on her way to taekwondo likes to wear her blue crocs that match her blue belt so Ah. I'm picturing her in her blue crocs trying to spin kick the wet bandits that's her favorite move so when she gets to do like free fighting no contact free fighting she just like spin kick spin kick spin kick (laughs) spin (laughs) kick
1: she's like an IRL button masher Yes,
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that is exactly. And like the other kid always just looks at her like, what is happening? Like, so, <laughs> like, it works in the sense that they usually like kind of back off, like scared, like, I don't know, is she okay? Like, what <laughs> I don't, I don't, you don't want to get too close. It's like a fan. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh man, I don't know that she could do all the rest of that. I, I definitely don't know that I could trust uh, her to value dental hygiene the way that Kevin
1: McAllister does. He steals a toothbrush. Mm-hmm. That poor little guy when he's walking alone with that toothbrush. <laughs> like, maybe it's just cause, like, like having small children in your life that you care about. You can't help but like picture them like, oh, no, <laughs> this little guy, he's trying to brush his teeth.
0: It's a sad movie. Like, it's, de- <laughs> it's kind of depressing. There's- I'm not going to lie. You have to watch this little little teeny boy I'll take care of himself like a grown up. How is he supposed to do that? He's not a grown up. He's a boy
1: the the amount of like i think if this was if this truly happened the amount of like i don't know ptsd this child would would have to deal with from mm-hmm. defending himself like when he has his little gun i'm like that's just we're already in in uncomfortable territory
2: <laughs> it's a bb yeah, gun but still no. the be, it's it's all rough um i mean it, it it is sad and it's uh when he has the scene where he's about to sit down to his little mac and cheese dinner <laughs> It's really sad.
1: Uh, as he's like a like a soldier going into war, as he prepares to to defend yeah. himself on the final night. Uh, you know, also if we're getting controversial. I, it does have an accurate depiction, I think, of how how useless the uh, the cops are in this small town. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. think that the the movie would have ended, and it's a movie. I get suspension of disbelief, but like when the mom contacts the police department, it's like my eight year old child is alone at my house. Can you do something? And the police are like, Eh. ah, eh. yeah. They're fine.
0: I feel like there's a good chance Kevin would have been removed from that home. <laughs> like, I, You know I what think, I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, why is CPS not that's involved? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you call the police and say, I left my eight-year-old at home alone and we're gone. What? That's that's kids gone. Mm-hmm. They're gone. Like, we're out of the country gone. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think... <laughs> and again, I mean, like, that. maybe those are just standards that have changed today. Yeah. Like... <laughs> That This is 1990. This is just the beginning of the 90s. I was going to say, it this wasn't is, even,
0: like, late 90s coming into the 2000s, like, the yes. beginning of the 90s. This is the
2: full-on time of, like, the Latchkey Kid. Like, you come home mm-hmm. and make yourself a Hot Pocket and, you know, watch things on TV that you probably yeah. shouldn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we did a whole analysis of that whole scene of all the uh, traps that Kevin sets up in his home in my... Um, torts class in law school Mm -hmm. to talk about how much of it is probably, um, not allowed. Yeah. And it's most of it.
2: (laughs) Now, I mean, do they have a stand your ground law though?
0: (laughs) Well, see, here's the thing with stand your ground. You can't defend property like you defend a person. So uh, if he had like specific reason to know for sure they were coming to kill him and they were actively attacking him, then you can use like deadly force and kill someone, but not if it's like your
1: house. Wait, I, so, so you're telling me if somebody comes into your house, you're not, I thought it was like, all bets are off. I am allowed to set as many booby traps as I want in my house because it's my property.
0: Now, torts are like things you can like civilly sue someone for. So I'm not talking like criminal law, but like there was a whole case of a guy who set up like a spring trap shotgun and you can't do that in a house. You can't set up traps like that, um, that you don't have explicit like control over.
2: I feel like people get away with that all the time because the other person was on their property. like that. Yeah. that And that, There's an inherent threat to somebody who you've said, I don't want you here, and they come in anyway. And I, I feel like force, forced entry. Now,
0: I mean, criminally, I'm sure they probably still get charged with something. But I'm gotcha. saying, like, if you injure someone like that, even if they're breaking into your home, they might still be able to sue you mm. for hurting them.
2: So the Wet Bandits may have had a case against Kevin McCallister. Yes, that
0: is exactly it. <laughs> Especially, like, the traps that he sets up that he is not... There for like the ones that he just leaves, mm-hmm. that then he has no control over them. Yeah, like the 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 um, doorknob. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Or the uh what is he set up under the window? The glass ornaments. The put, yeah, yeah. The glass ornaments. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, we spent I, a whole day <laughs> in law school talking about this well, movie.
2: <laughs> I've done a whole a whole sawbones about how many times they would have died.
0: They would have died so many times, right? Yeah. Like oh. that paint can alone. Yes. Yeah, there are multiple injuries. They did Mythbusters about that. Yeah. About that paint can. Swinging it down to hit, like, one of the fake people they'd build on Mythbusters to see if it killed me. it did.
2: Yeah. No, it would kill you. Yeah. I mean, unless they're empty.
0: Kevin McAllister (laughs) goes to jail for murder. (laughs) There, there There are definitely
2: moments that they would have died if you, and we're not talking about Home Alone 2, but if you watch Home Alone 2, there are even more moments. Like, the bricks. Yeah. Yeah. That's game over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that also when you talk about the legality of defending, even if you're defending yourself and you're allowed to use deadly force, I'm not saying I endorse any of these positions. I'm just asking. Uh, Does like the cruelty of it come into play? Because like, it's one thing to be like, I use deadly force (laughs) with, I don't know, a weapon, but it's another thing (laughs) to be like, I set up a deadly force trap that will like, burn someone's scalp off and they'll <laughs> die of wounds
0: related to their burns you know what i mean like I, yeah i you know if you're defending your physical self like you you like you feel like you were about to be killed then whatever force you think is reasonable <laughs> that's the that's the <laughs> and, civilly, if you're, and if you're an eight-year-old civilly, or, that's exactly. the standard. well and if you're a child then it's what any other eight-year-old would think is reasonable in that situation is how they determine that so there you go. <laughs> would Charlie think it's reasonable that if someone were running at her, she could swing a whole paint can at them? That is probable. She would think that was reasonable.
1: You could you could just you could just blame the cartoons because all of the defense yeah. tactics are very Tom and Jerry. They're very they're very roadrunner. So you know. kids
0: don't kids don't know. Like Charlie doesn't know if like you do something like that to someone, do the really likelihood an it's going to kill them. them. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Like she's very smart, but those things you just like. I you don't know.
1: That's true. That that whole sequence, though, like oh oh man, there's so much like like stepping on the nail and stepping Mm. on the like Mm. I I and they're all like done in very extreme close-ups. Like there's no hiding the violence against these two men. It's it's odd that it's such a like a beloved family movie because there's a whole sequence that's just torture of these two men in weird ways. Very uncomfortable. It is
2: weird. It is weird that it is a beloved family movie. The more we talk about it, like it's incredibly scary as a parent to think about your kid being home alone. It's scary to think about a breakdown of like the systems that are supposed to protect you with like the police don't come to rescue your kid. And then it's scary to think about like these two people are so dead set on stealing stuff from this house that they'll kill someone, Mm -hmm. an eight-year-old if they have to. And then the eight-year-old will take steps that are incredibly violent to stop them. I don't know, but the music is so good, though, so I guess... (laughs) So the music. (laughs) The music is is so
0: lovely. It really, every time you hear that
2: theme from Home Alone, it's just like,
0: oh, oh. (laughs) Now, why do they keep going into the house? You know what I mean? Like, why not after, like, the doorknob that, you know, would probably, like, burn a good layer of skin off or, like, the glass ornaments, like... Why would you not just turn around after that?
2: What I mean, they want
0: revenge, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I just mean like you know, like if you're already hurt that much. Do you think there's not going to be deadly traps everywhere else?
2: I think this is what what you're getting into is why the movie, probably why the movie still works and why it's not like, oh, what is (laughs) the like? Why did anybody make this? Is that it's cartoonish and hyperbolic? Like very right. It's not none of it seems real those bandits
0: are not actually scary figures Mm -mm. like to someone watching the movie yeah no they're goofy
2: like even though they say and indicate that they will physically harm (laughs) Kevin McAllister do you ever really it's easy to brush past that (laughs) well it's hard to feel afraid of them like I never feel like that there is not a moment where you think they're
1: actually going to harm him yeah
2: no even when they finally have him at the end right before the old guy hits him with a shovel Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I completely forgot about that that side storyline. Yeah. Like, this is this old guy who has had some sort of horrible falling out with his son. That's a little, you know, just like mm-hmm. heavy out of nowhere and for what? But I don't know. saves the day. Is
0: this a why is this a holiday classic? Why Great. is this a beloved family I mean, I holiday l- classic? I
1: love it. It's just
0: <laughs> oh, me too. A lot of I just, like,
1: you would not think to find in a holiday movie. Yes,
0: exactly. Music is just so moving. <laughs>
2: Uh I mean it's because Macaulay Culkin is adorable. Yeah. He's a great little actor. Um Catherine O'Hara. True. I don't
0: True. know.
2: She's wonderful. Yeah. I I don't know. It's and I mean it's funny. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's still funny. I don't know. Well, yeah. I, do I just do I, I I don't even know. I I say it's funny because when I watched it the first time as a child <laughs> I thought it was funny because I watched cartoons like that yeah. where people got hurt like that. And I thought that was funny because that's what cartoons used to be. Yeah. Hey, kids, cartoons used to just be that a bunch of violence. Cooper would
0: love that. Yes. Um, have your kids seen it? Seen this movie? Uh, so Charlie watched it
2: and it was it was a couple of years ago and she found it deeply upsetting. <laughs> Um, she called it they left him alone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And she kept saying, I don't want to watch they left him alone. They left him
0: alone. Did you think that was the thing that just happened to kids sometimes? I think they just get left. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't think we've rewatched it with Cooper. I feel
0: like Cooper would really like it. Like that whole sequence of those wet bandits getting, you know, tortured. She loves Mm -hmm. the good blood. She would love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like... she should give her some ideas. Of the two, I mean,
2: Cooper is... She's going on five. She's almost five. Um, but I feel like as smart as Charlie is and, and you know, knows some Taekwondo, I, I feel like between the two of them, Cooper would probably be better suited to defend
0: our home from burglars. Yes. If the need arose. Cooper could come up with some wild traps like that. I That was the thing I think I always found most unbelievable about all of it was how did this eight year old think up all of this? Like how would an eight-year-old think about like if I leave these ornaments under this window, he's gonna get all cut up, or like Funny. figure out how to hang the paint can to like swing it so it he, hit. like, Ke- how does an eight-year-old I w- I don't even know if I would be able to come up with
1: some of that stuff. Kevin McAllister grows up to be Jigsaw. That's <laughs>
0: well, yeah, that's, that's, what I'm that's promoting. the thing. <laughs> There's got to be some part of him that's like enjoying it a little bit (laughs) like hmm, I mean mm -hmm. he does give a couple of those yes with the little those are very cute the elbow yes Um, but yeah I feel like Cooper could come up with some stuff like that
2: I think uh, well and Cooper would not be afraid of like the conflict
0: (laughs) <laughs> the drama the drama Char- <laughs> charlie would, the charlie drama. would want to
2: make friends with them charlie would want to resolve the the issues and become their friend and reason with them and then she you know walk charlie out with their
0: hands up like can't we all just calm down charlie would
2: start carrying the vcrs out of the house and handing them to them that's what charlie she'd be like you know what you probably need these more than we do what else do you want
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just vcrs like just all the vcrs that's all that the, the robbers ever want
2: I don't it's 1990 I assume they're after they're after VCRs VCRs. and giant stereos
0: what else could they want and and very heavy tv sets Mm -hmm. you know I always thought that about that old tv set we used to have in our old house Mm -hmm. I feel like it was probably after watching this movie for the first time that I really appreciated that tv set because I fully understood like no one is stealing this nobody's stealing no this one TV. is taking this no, out I mean, this tv is giant no one is taking this out it'll never leave and we don't mean like
2: a big screen tv no so. no
0: <laughs> it had like one of those big stands on the bottom of it which is like a big box mm-hmm. but it was huge
1: yeah it's a cathode ray tube TV. yeah
0: yeah
1: oh so yeah it's become stylish yeah. to buy like a big box to put your flat screen in now really, so really? it looks vintage
2: Oh that big TV. <laughs> those, those giant deep TVs. <laughs> TVs.
1: Those deep TVs. That deep TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, they were all so deep.
2: Every single one of them. Do you know they invented that little Talk Boy thing he had for this? Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That was created for Home Alone.
0: But then did they like mass market it? Yeah, no. then you okay. could get them. But... I figured that seemed like a thing that if i'd been a kid
1: at this point i would have been like
0: oh i want that yes
1: yeah, yeah. you know another odd bit of trivia uh the uh you, the, you know the the picture of what is it buzz's girlfriend yeah like kevin looks at makes a mm-hmm. face so that is actually uh the director or the art director's I think the art director's son uh they didn't want to put a picture of an actual young girl in the movie and then have it be used to like make fun of her oh, you know yeah. so they just like Put one of their their boy kids in like a wig and had him pose funny. Oh my god! To spare gosh. the feelings of a young actress, I don't know. That was, was cool.
2: <laughs> I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: it is interesting. That's
2: a yeah. I can see that conundrum. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then of course
2: Kieran Calkins in the movie too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's a little gremlin, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, well, I you know it's it's still we're gonna we'll watch it again because we need to have Cooper see it and see what she thinks.
0: I feel um, like that'd be one of those movies where she'd just ask you to play that scene over and over again. She will, like when the the Twilight we, one. Listen,
2: we got to do something to get her off of Elf because we have watched Elf. Oh, I mean, wow. I love this is not me like criticizing Elf. I love Elf. I I've watched it so many times <laughs> this holiday season. I we need something else. Just
0: get her on Home Alone.
2: I think she'll like that. We'll start that. Well, thank you both for watching Home Alone again. Of course. Uh, Tay, what's next?
1: Um, I want to talk about a uh, another beloved, beloved Christmas movie, uh, Gremlins. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I, I have not loved seen Christmas. that movie in so long.
1: It's from 84. So, really? Yeah. Wow.
0: This
2: movie is older than both of you all. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm all not right. It all in time. Well, so, yeah. Gremlins will be our next our next film. Um, this will be before the holidays, so right before, yeah, and during, depending on what you're celebrating. True. Um, well, thank you all. If you haven't seen Home Alone, this is is <laughs> <was> very violent, <laughs> but you know, in a funny way, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like most things of the '90s. Um, thank you all for listening. You should go to maximumfun.org. Listen to a lot of great shows. You'd enjoy. Um, you can tweet at us at Still Buff. You can email us at Still buffering at maximumfund.org um, If you haven't yet, uh, you should get a you should get tickets to Candle Nights. Yeah. So starting um, tomorrow, because this will go out today. Yes. Saturday starting Saturday the seventeenth. Yeah, I was going to say t- today yeah. or tomorrow. Uh, you can um starting Saturday the seventeenth. You can get access to Candle Nights. That is our streaming holiday special. Um, the link is bit.ly forward slash Candle Nights 2022. Tickets are $5 or whatever you can uh, donate. If you can give a little more, that's great because all the proceeds go to Harmony House. Um, that's the shelter for people experiencing homelessness where I provide volunteer medical care. And um, this is this hugely benefits people in our community who are currently unsheltered. And we need all the help we can get. So uh, bit.ly forward slash Candle Nights 2022. There's lots of fun things from all of our podcasts that you would enjoy. There's songs. There's skits. There's... Including
0: your favorite part of every Candle Nights, which is now that's what I call Candle Nights. That's right. We're back.
2: So check that out. Um, you start access tomorrow night or Saturday night at 9. And uh, you get access for a month. So. Um, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, Change Mind."
0: This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy,
1: And I'm Taylor Smurl.
0: I am still buffering.
1: And I am too.
0: It's just the music that makes it all seem so magical guys my stinky garbage all right <laughs> can't stop thinking about it
2: <laughs> home alone hi everyone i'm Adam mcleod and i'm alexis b preston and we host a show called comfort creatures the show for every animal lover be it a creature of scales six legs fur feathers or fiction Comfort Creatures is a show for people who prefer their friends to have paws instead of hands. Unless they are raccoon hands, that is okay. That is absolutely okay, yeah. Yes. Every Thursday, we'll be talking to guests about their pets, learning about pets in history, art, and even fiction. Plus, we'll discover differences between pet ownership across
0: the pond. It's going to be a hoot on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org
1: Comedy and culture. artist owned. Audience supported.